David Eustace joins us on the program now to run through some stable runners. G'day, David. Luke, how are you? Very well, mate. Um, anything going on in your world? Quiet week? No, nothing at all, yeah. <laughs> Congratulations on the announcement. Yeah. Uh, we've no, read that sorry. you're heading to Hong Kong to take up an opportunity up there. Richly deserves, uh, deserve, mate. You're an absolute professional, and I guess this is reward for your hard work, and no doubt you're excited for the next challenge. And I know you said in the media release there's that tinge of sadness too because you've had a great uh, career with Kieran. Yeah, of course. Uh, not not an easy decision at all, and you know, very grateful for all the opportunities. But um, you know, it's something that I was been keen to do for a while, and and um, couldn't pass up once uh, a spot came available. So um, really looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, and was it just the, a case of that? It was just too good an opportunity to pass up. As good as you've got it here in Australia, it was. Uh, it's just a big carrot, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, looking forward to the change and, and something new too. Uh, but, you know, obviously it's nothing to do with what was uh, happening or being achieved with the team here. Couldn't ask for any, any more. But, um, you know, they um, it doesn't, probably not going to get the opportunity very often, particularly, you know, as young and, and haven't necessarily got ties here. So, you know, that that's probably not going to be the case in five, ten years' time. Mate, I'm sure Kieran will buy a few for you to train up there as well, surely. <laughs> hope so, yeah. He, he, he's never shy in the ring, so uh, we exactly. know that. Mate, monster day for the stable. Uh, so we appreciate your time. We run through Sydney runners and the two-year-olds in the first, Sacred Ford and Erno's Cube, who was fantastic up there at Newcastle. Yeah, both should run well. Um, Erno's Cube is just being trained to sort of hopefully peak up on the Gold Coast. Um so she will come on for it. But um, probably the ta- more talented of the two, I would suggest. Um, Sacred Fort's solid, improving a bit with racing. And, um, you know, probably just needs to yeah, improve again. Yeah, great insight there. Race six, a three-pronged attack. Valiancy, Sonora, who's a dual acceptor, but an emergency in race 10. And Royal Invader, are they all likely to start here? Uh, we're just still working Sonora out at the moment. But... Um, Royal Invader and Valianti will run. Um, both appreciate giving the ground. And um, we lean towards Valianti. She's a better mare, but she's got more weight. Royal Invader will improve a lot for being uh, on ground with giving it. So, um, yeah, but both solid claims and uh, lean towards Valianti. Denau Star in race uh, number 10, horse two, coming off a win. Yeah, look, of course just absolutely flying and, and and has been lucky this prep in that he has managed to catch wet tracks and um, that's, that's been absolutely key to him so you know back to 13 is fine um, he's drawn well he'll be positively ridden and um, you know I, I don't see why he shouldn't be in the mix and, and give you give a, give a punter every chance we switched to Melbourne, Mooney Valley today, race one. Uh, exciting resumer here in the shape of Dark Halo, and you've also got links there. Yeah, he's a smart horse, uh, Dark Halo. Didn't go, um, things didn't go his way. He just raced fresh and on speed and did too much at Caulfield. So um, he also was just playing up in the barriers, so he's done some work behind the scenes there. He's trialled twice, ridden quiet, and... Um, He's drawn just to be able to take a sit and, um, you know, if everything goes his way and he sort of behaves himself, I, really, I think he should win and, 
you know, end up in nice races in the autumn. Um, what can you tell us about the jockey, Dylan Brown McMonagle? Uh, um, yeah, pretty good effort, first pronunciation there. Oh, that was no um, good, was it? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's a pretty good effort. Um, but uh, really, really good guy for, for a start, but a good rider. Yep. Um, he's Joseph O'Brien's pretty much first jockey. He finished third in the championship in Ireland. He's only 20, but he's ridden a Group 1 winner. He rode the Breeders' Cup and got a big future. He's, uh, I think he's a very talented rider. Oh, yeah, clearly with that CV. Uh, thanks for uh, telling us about Dylan. Um, number four links there as well? Things he'll need to run, uh, to be honest, Luke. Um, he's not quite there in a coat um, for a, a young filly where the weather's been nice. Um, I just think the, the, um, the run will bring her on. Race four, you've got Musgrave there, number 12. He's racing terrifically well. It was a, a PB last start. He showed he handled the valley. He's got a navigator, a nought control, but it's not a strong race. You know, he'll be in the mix if they run along. Two-pronged attack in race seven. Uh, number one, Matron Bullwinkle and the mighty Kettle Hill. Yeah, this is a funny race. Um, and a lot of horses here that are sort of out of form and it could be very difficult to predict the winner. Kettle Hill's hard to catch. Matron was a bit disappointing at Cranbourne, but she just got a bit cluttered up and didn't enjoy not having, you know, she likes room. We're sort of guided by the program, but a little bit, I'd be a little bit nervous about Mooney Valley for her. But on her best form, she's, you know, she, she's a, she is a good chance. So hopefully she handles the track. Okay, we might have something each way on the ambulance there as well. Race nine, uh, a wash, uh, horse number eight. Uh, thoughts on this, Galloper? Yeah, he's, he's I thought, was a touch over the odds. Um, his run was good at Caulfield. It actually rated best of all his performances. And um, he's drawn well. Uh, he handles the valley. Um, I thought he was over the odds. And race 10, Veloce Caro. He's going very well. Um, He's drawn well and, and gets a kilo and a half off as well, which I think will help his, his tick over jump out. It's very nice. Yeah. Would have loved a bit of rain, which we obviously haven't got. It'll ride fairly quick, but if he lets down on the ground, um, he'll run very well. Mate, does he get a bad rap, Kettle Hill? or I think probably deservedly so. Um, <laughs> he's, let, he's let a lot of people down. Um, and he is a tricky horse, but we rode him very cold uh, or tried to ride in sort of cold as possible at Ballarat and that seemed to bring out mm. some improvement so look it's not necessarily a track to do that but we'll just ride him where comfortable and try and deliver him late Mate I thought he was going to be a, a superstar when he first came that, mm. that first run at Sandown I was just like my god how's he got that close yeah, yeah. he's just he's uh, a yeah. funny animal isn't he Yeah he is he is a tricky customer so um, yeah hopefully hopefully we're just starting to work him out now and we'll see today Mate, anything at the Provincials? Uh, I didn't mind uh, the way Lady Boss won at Canberra. She goes in Wyong, race seven, number eight. I, I know it wasn't a strong he- uh, affair, but, gee, she gapped them. Yeah, she did. Uh, nice filly of the two. Um, Costa Smeralda is a very nice filly in race four. Okay. And, um, yeah, I, I, I would I would lean towards her of the two, but both got chances. But Costa, she's a nice filly. We've always had an opinion of her. And the jockey, Dara Cannon, I assume he might be Irish uh, with that name. Yeah, he is. Um, just come over, um, just just feeling his way. And, um, you know, like a lot of these guys, they, 
um, come over for a bit of experience yeah. and hope they hit the ground running and, went and ride a few winners. So hopefully he does. Good on you, mate. Uh, thanks for your time this morning. Cheers, Luke. All the best. <laughs>